0: Welcome back, family. Here we are at the Back Issue Book Club. This is episode five, is it not? Yep, big five. Yes, and we are hitting your birth book. Yes. Spider-Man versus Wolverine. Number one. That was a one-shot. Yeah,
1: no. So, yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> sorry. I just wanted to say that because anybody who doesn't know the book might be wondering, well, how long is the series? That's <laughs> valid. I,
1: I always thought that was a funny way of doing things when I first started Getting into comics, so.
0: Now this was. Remind me of your birth year again. What year did this come 87. out?
1: Eighty-seven.
0: One thing I do remember about eighty-seven is I'm pretty sure the regular book prices were like seventy-five cents, and this was like two fifty. This was a very expensive book at the oh. time. It was Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is almost like two thousand twenty-two prices. You know? <laughs> Let's see here. Yeah, seventy-five cents. Okay. I think they had recently gone from 60 to 75. I don't think they hit 65 or 70. I think they just took a jump from 50 to 60 to 60 to 75. I I'm like, this is getting nuts, because I read this as a kid. (laughs) And um, this book came out 250. I'm like, come on, man.
1: (laughs) But it's got the two arguably popular. Yeah.
0: Yep. And it's funny, because the two biggest... Uh, characters in marvel have such opposite styles and opposite uh i'm glad you brought that up uh regard for human life
1: yeah um it a lot of this book uh i found i'm gonna get real fancy here uh it it shows the dichotomy between both of them um Mm -hmm. how like, for example, a lot of times you see in this book, and uh, every book basically that Wolverine's in, you know, he's got like that snarling smile as he's getting like shot at. Like, he relishes <laughs> like the chaos and he's like, oh, yeah, hell yeah. You know, he loves that. Whereas Peter, you're in his mind in this book and he's like, oh, Jesus, um, I got to watch out. What the? And there's there's one. These, these guys are actual killers. Oh, my God. Yeah. And there's one point where he's like, uh, in the restaurant when uh, Wolverine and Charlie are like behind the table and they're he's like, I think I can see Wolverine smiling. Yes, he does. What is wrong with these people? <laughs> like, pretty much, you know, like
0: so. Yeah, and and also I mean Wolverine when he says uh, he was checking up on Peter, he was like, is he really that that uh, sweet and honest a kid? I think the Aunt May bit was a little over the <laughs> yeah, top. Yeah, <laughs>
1: that's right. So it's it's so it's it's very fascinating. Like you said, the both you know one a. 1b whatever you want to call it and they're just so very different Mm
0: -hmm. um so yeah i took some screenshots uh, since i was watching it on my phone so i remind myself of different things i wanted to talk about
1: yeah okay go ahead do you have something on on the top there uh i have to i could i could say that uh again we get the the beginning spiel about what each superhero's abilities are and how they got them.
0: Yeah. But unlike the Wolverine four part series, I didn't have to read it four times. Uh, Correct.
1: Correct. (laughs) It was less egregious this way.
0: Um, yeah. Okay. I'm like, what the heck? Why can't I find it? So, uh, I loved when, uh, in Peter's mind, he refers to J Jonah Jameson as Darth Vader with a crew cut. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was funny. I forgot about that. I mean again, it's been decades since I've read this book. There's a couple of Star um, Wars references.
1: In the in the shop in Germany when he's trying to get a costume, there's a Stormtrooper
0: mm-hmm. helmet and a Chewbacca head on the shelf through the window. Okay. And this is eighty seven, so it it's four years since the last Star Wars movie had come out. So it wasn't like there was they were capitalizing on anything recent. Right.
1: And it was long before anything between Disney and Marvel. Mm-hmm. So it was just that much in the pop culture still.
0: Yes. Um Oh, did you so what did you think about when Peter and MJ are walking through Times Square? I wanted to talk about this as a New Yorker. You know, I was thinking of you as I was
1: reading it because I was like, you know, I think part of the reason Rich loves Spider-Man is cuz like he would like lived in New York, you know? And that, I lived in the same in Queens. There you go. So, <laughs> uh I was, ima- I was really just imagining you reading it for the first
0: time and being like, oh, yeah, I know what they're talking about. This is cool. <laughs> now, as one of the panels, he actually says, today I take the shuttle from Grand Central, um, and I, I know the shuttle. Which And I remember that it was new at that point in 87, oh. too. Uh, No one covers my eyes because his Uncle Ben used to cover his eyes as he walked through Times Square. Yeah, and even look through the I've, – I've learned to screen things out on my own to see and yet not see not feel not smell to be selective in what i let touch me that is the definition of a new yorker Mm. they don't see anything they don't let anything uh, penetrate their senses or their emotions they don't care because you can't yeah it's an overload
1: right yeah i mean (laughs) there's um there's a show called Impractical Jokers where they they do it in New York City.
0: Oh, oh yeah, I know. <laughs> I know very and, well. Uh,
1: <laughs> you know, I don't know, once a season or so, they'll do something so insane in public. And the other three guys would be like, "Well, eh, that's New York for you, you know. You could be on the sidewalk humping a parking meter or, you know, whatever it is, insane and people just walk by like nothing's going on."
0: <laughs> yep. Are you a big watcher of that show?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah,
0: it's one of my favorite shows of all time. I don't want to talk too much about uh, that show. I'll get off the comic book, but when they made Mur pay the penalty and go skydiving, I actually felt bad for him. Oh yeah, I felt really bad for him. He was crying. Yeah. There's a
1: couple of stuff where I was like,
0: "Oh wow, yeah, that that's over the top, guys. You're being really cruel." Yeah. I'm like, "What, well, New York,
1: so, <laughs> Staten Island specifically?"
0: Which Staten Island is actually a um, a landfill that was covered with dirt, and they built houses. So.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Uh so yeah, that's another thing I thought of when you mentioned how New Yorkers are like, you know, got to have the, the horse blinders on.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like a, a a surgeon, you know, not getting attached to his patients.
1: Good. Yeah, that's another.
0: I did see the reference to Batman in this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if you okay, uh, Wolverine was like, uh use that use the light on your bat belt you got there or whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, which I didn't understand. He, he left his costume at home, but he brought his web shooters and belt. That was weird to see
1: him slinging through the city like in his undies. <laughs> I think it, it, no,
0: he was just in regular clothes with no shoes. Oh, I thought he was in pajamas or something. Anyway. He, oh, maybe pajamas, but I mean, when I hear undies, I think of like tight. Yeah, undies. you're right. Sorry. right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry. Not in his costume, basically. Yeah. It was funny to see that.
0: But... And he, yeah, he was using the black costume at this time, so when he was in the costume shop.
1: <laughs> I was going to ask you about this. So I'm not familiar super with the Spider-Man run. I know he had a period where he was using the black costume, and that's those like three covers that people love to collect. Was that actually a symbiote, or he just made a black?
0: Back in 84, when the Spider-Man 252 came out. Yes, right. That was a symbiote which was from Marvel secret Wars. And it did try to take him over, but he was able to separate from the symbiotes. Okay. Which is, which is why the symbiote then uh, linked up with Eddie Brock to form Venom, uh, which was in that in issue number 300. No, I don't have that one, <laughs> uh, but he liked the look of the black costume so much. He sewed a regular cloth, black costume.
1: Okay. I always wondered about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good to know. Um, Because on the cover, it it looks like he's just got his classic costume on. Which, I mean, he does have his classic costume on. uh, Wings and all
0: under the armpits. (laughs) Yep.
1: So. uh,
0: Well, yeah, the costume maker is showing up. The only thing I got is this ridiculous thing. He's got got his head like, I want to die. Yeah, yeah. He (laughs) says, all right.
1: He goes, I just want to (laughs) die. And it says, says, die spinner. (laughs)
0: <laughs> on the back yeah, which is german for the the spider man uh, the spider or the spider yeah, man
1: spider, yeah. which
0: yeah and i've seen german versions of spider-man comics that's what it says on the yeah. front so yeah
1: so that was that was funny but then he was like all of a sudden oh i speak english too he was trying to speak to him in german for for so
0: long <laughs> you speak english so do you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, this had a lot of uh, non-spoken text similar to what was going on in the Wolverine series, but I didn't feel um, like it was overdoing it with it. No. Like it did Wolverine. It felt like it was the right amount. Yes.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it like approached the line, I think, a couple times. Mm. Um, yep. But I never was like ugh, starting to like roll my eyes a little bit or anything.
0: Yeah, like I did with Wolverine.
1: <laughs> um, I thought it was really cool to see that to see them interact with like military because i mean as far as i've seen and read it's mostly them just you know fighting bad guys and not just some not neutral third party but you know not a good guy bad guy situation right so that was interesting to see and i was just thinking man it's i know very little about the the berlin wall other than it came down in what 93 or something
0: When I was reading it, I'm like, this is going to predate Greg. I wonder what his take on this is going to be. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's... In the (laughs) minefield? Yeah. So wild, man. I remember I I was reading an article from um, the lead singer of that band, Romstein. And uh, he was... They grew up in East Berlin. And he said when the wall came down, the first thing he did was go to a convenience store on the West Berlin and buy some gummy
0: bears. (laughs) That's cool.
1: I mean, that's probably something you couldn't easily get, you know, uh, on the Eastern side. I don't know. Yeah. So
0: So what did you think of the ending?
1: I definitely didn't see Charlie being the girl from the very beginning that Peter walks by and is like, ooh, elegant, sophisticated. But going back, you're like, oh, shit, she – she was the one that killed the mom and pop who were KGB agents.
0: And she's walking down the street, not just looking sophisticated, but with a little bit of a smile. Yeah. Very similar to the way Wolverine smiles.
1: True. But, this, but I feel like this lady is even a little more crazy than him. But I guess that would do it to you if you were constantly being a double agent for your whole life for the CIA, KGB, and whoever else pays you
0: yeah and if everybody if every single second every person around you could be the person that wants to kill you
1: which is a great point and one of my favorite scenes in the whole book was when they're at the fancy dinner wolverine and her
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and wolverine's like come on like do you want to get out of here and she's like no you know we all know everything's happening right now let's just try to enjoy this little moment yeah. and peter busts out the back kitchen doors and he's like hey Who's, can I get a menu around here? How do I
0: take to get a menu?
1: <laughs> and then the best part.
0: he hops he up on the table. He gets up on
1: the table and he's like, "To Wolverine, let's see." He goes, uh, "Did you did you know the fruit was poisoned?" And yep. Wolverine goes, "Yes." <laughs> did, did you know you're trapped in here? Yes. Yes. Did you know everyone in the joints packing some mean hardware? Yes. Yes. <laughs> And then, you know, everything erupts from there.
0: It's like, how badly did I screw up? Pretty bad. Oh, yeah. That that was, yeah. That was the last one.
1: And then everything goes to goes to hell. That was awesome. I love that writing.
0: Yeah. I think that was a fight scene where he sees the smile, though. He's like, what the yes. why is he smiling? Yeah.
1: Next few panels is when, like I was saying, they get behind the table and Spidey's like on the ceiling. And he's like, those are real bullets and they're trying to kill me. Yeah. And why is he smiling? <laughs> so... It was all of that happens, and then like it takes such a toll on Peter that you have that whole like bottom half of the page where they're like arguing back and forth and they're like shoving each other. Mm-hmm. And then Peter's like, "Go walk east until you see your hat float," or some some. Ah, uh, yeah, that was cool so weird. <laughs> line. and
0: yeah, that that's exactly it. Walk east to see your hat until your hat floats.
1: What is he saying? What does he mean? Till you go to the ocean or something? Oh, till you hit the water. Okay, yeah, yeah. I just had to say it aloud.
0: <laughs> And if you were in if you were in New York, it's not that long a distance before you hit water. right, <laughs> but but if if you're, you head but if you're in
1: Germany it's you got to go all the way to Alaska
0: <laughs> right, but if you're in new york and you, if you're in New York and you say head west, unless you happen to hit the Hudson River, uh, you could theoretically go all the way to California, so east is the shorter distance got
1: it. that makes a lot more sense now, and then at the end, he's like, "The man is nuts, nuts." <laughs> <laughs> So it was, it was, it just seems very real. It was really good, really yeah. good writing. I feel like that's exactly what they would say and how they would be. How about the death
0: of Ned Leeds?
1: Yeah, the only reason I knew that happened was from the CGC label. <laughs>
0: yeah, but you didn't know how.
1: No, uh, he got slit.
0: Yep, tied up to a chair with his throat slit. Yeah. yeah. I think that was the point where you really realized this is going to be a brutal book.
1: <laughs> At least as far as Marvel is concerned, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, lo- I I thought it was an awesome setting, the the you know Cold War kind of spy thriller kind of st- stuff. It was good. I liked it.
0: Um, and uh, I I think I asked before, but uh, the ending in the cemetery
1: mm. also caught me off guard. <laughs> that, yeah, that was a really
0: clever way to kill herself uh but that was at her being really cold uh, uh once again yeah yeah I, uh, because she knew she she asked her friend her love wolverine to do it and he couldn't do it she wanted to die she's like well you know what i don't care if this messes up with his mind i'm gonna use that's him true.
1: that's really true actually
0: i mean he's fighting to try to save her life and Instead she says, "Oh, you know what? I'll just traumatize him for the rest of his life. I just want to get what I want." Right.
1: Which is which is which is weird because what she wants is death.
0: Well, she knows she's dead one way or the other. She you know, eventually she's going to be caught and better bet or something yeah. quick. Yeah, quick and painless.
1: Such a such a, like a tragedy. It's wild. Um, and the him
0: reliving that scene over and over the rest of the yeah, book. <laughs> I think
1: like four times it showed the same panel. I'm not complaining. Yep. I'm just saying, like it was. That's how they portrayed it. Um, I did have. I was curious, though, how she was able to like say some dying words to Wolverine when Spider-Man literally said he gave it everything he had left to punch her.
0: And and he's hitting. Yeah, you know, Wolverine has an adamantium skull. I'm hitting him with punches that could crush cars. Yes,
1: I feel so, like there would be a hole in the skull of the woman. <laughs> <laughs> and she would not be able to look at wolverine and you know yeah but i get it you know it's marvel whatever
0: there's only so much they were willing to make it brutal i guess at that point yeah
1: <laughs> that fight was great in the cemetery as well i didn't i didn't talk about that um it was it was really cool to see spider-man like
0: whoa, whoa, whoa like on the ropes you know like yeah, he's on the defense the he whole was like, time. Jesus, I,
1: these claws are like coming so close, and I having to do everything to stay out of his way. I gotta, I gotta get on the offensive and get up, and get the high ground.
0: And and yeah, and he, when he finally do, does go on the offensive, he just keeps pummeling him in the face enough to break the the uh, granite slab of the tombstone behind him. And Wolverine is still smiling. Yep. <laughs> Basically, let's go, Bub.
1: <laughs> you know. Uh,
0: yeah, and in. You know, he was nowhere near him. The Wolverine was nowhere near losing control, because you know, Spider Man was giving it everything. He's in the zone. He's fighting, and Wolverine's just kind of like, "Okay, kid, seriously, if I just pop my claws right now, you're dead." So just stop. Yeah. So eventually,
1: they they Wolverine gets him close. He feels like he's drawing him close, but I think Wolverine's just letting him. And he's got his hands around Wolverine's neck, and Wolverine is like, "You know, you could do it. You could kill me right now if you just snap my neck. This is your one way out." but I, I'm betting my life that you won't do it. And I got my claws right on your chin. All I got to do is pop them. And then they were saved by the chopper that showed up.
0: And, the, the well, also, Wolverine kind of knows, you snap my neck, I'm still not going to die.
1: <laughs> I guess not, huh?
0: Hulk ripped him in half and threw half his body up to the top of a hill.
1: <laughs> oh, well, that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And the lower half of his body from uh had to cl- crawl you know, crawl up to find his legs and try to push himself back oh together. <laughs> like some claymation character or something.
1: Well, maybe it would have given him, you know twenty seconds of reprieve to catch his breath or run away or whatever. So Yeah. Um but uh yeah, then the then the I guess quote unquote authorities from whoever arrive and uh I guess Wolverine mowed through him and then I forget what happened there.
0: No, he, uh, they all got, they, the one, the first wave that got there, he took care of. Then the second wave, which was like a joint faction of CIA, KGB, everybody, because she became uh, number one on everybody's yeah. list. So it was kind of like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, where all the uh, spy agencies say, look, let's join forces today <laughs> so we uh, can take care of uh, this. Yeah. And he just looked at him and went, she's dead oh, okay, then our mission is done. We don't have to fight Wolverine. And they just left.
1: <laughs> when really they were like, oh, thank God. I yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, uh, eventually um, Wolverine, or no, Peter goes home. And uh, it was, I loved the end of this when uh, he gets a phone call and it's James Jonah Jameson on the other line. he's like, man, this is great. Uh, by the way, where's Ned? And, and he just yeah. he's like, I can't. And he just hangs up. Just, I yeah. was like,
0: oh, man. I, I really should tell him before the authorities do, but I can't.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. I just, I felt that, you know?
0: Well, you know what was interesting was I never saw Jameson talk to anybody with respect like they were an equal except Ned. He talks down to everybody, but Ned was, you know, he talked to him like, no, you listen to me. We're going to do this now. Oh, yeah. Okay. So what do you need? What do you need from me? Okay. I'm in. I'm in. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I've had,
1: I've read far less uh, of Jonah than you, but yeah, that's a great point. He wasn't Um, shit talking to anybody at the, (laughs) during the, those panels there.
0: And I think that that was the first time that uh, Peter had ever kissed Mary Jane. (laughs) Oh. I think. I don't remember it any earlier than that. I mean, we both know that they eventually wind up getting married, so.
1: <laughs> ASM 143.
0: That's definitely predates. 143 is a 20, 25 cent book. That's only uh, 14 issues after the first appearance of the Punisher.
1: It's the one with the uh, tornado guy and the cyclone. Hmm. So, So, anyway.
0: And that also predates when I was buying books. So. Ooh, it's older than me, even. Well, not older than me, but older than me <laughs> buying. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so what was the
1: deal with them? They, I always assumed they were boyfriend and girlfriend.
0: No, 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 no. They were they were friends. They were just friends at this point. Uh, very good friends. Maybe they were just maybe they were ex boyfriend girlfriend and just really close friends. Hmm. Um, but he has always had feelings for MJ. Sure. Um. Even though he's dated Gwen Stacy and uh I think he dated Betty Brant for a little bit. Uh, you know, he he's been with he, he's uh paled around, I'll just say, with Felicia Hardy slash Black Cat. Mm-hmm. Um but he's always had those really deep feelings for MJ. Um I honestly when I was reading the books, I, I was a kid, I wasn't in, interested in the love affair. <laughs> I probably skipped over those pages a lot. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. Where's the rhino, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: uh, that make that helps make sense then that they were just kind of not official. But I guess he felt like he ruined it when he kissed her. Or wait, what, no, he well, felt it, like he ruined it before he left New York. What what did he do? He kissed her. Oh, he did kiss her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. And uh, it was after his two friends from the convenience store were killed. And he felt horrible and he said well and he he felt like throwing up because his first instinct was to take pictures so he could pay his rent
1: oh and that was his like drug to feel better
0: right and that's another part of Peter Parker was you know he was acknowledging that you know I'm making money off of pain and suffering
1: there's a great movie about that starring Jake Gyllenhaal um called Nightcrawler I think
0: okay I've heard of it
1: not Marvel related (laughs) Uh, it's really good. It's about this guy who, like, gets a radio, police radio, and, like, mm-hmm. scans and then goes to, like, where that's happening and gets there and takes pictures before people get there. But he's kind of... Peter doesn't want to go there, so...
0: Well, or, I mean, he acknowledges... I mean, even when he comes back from Germany, there's a pile of bills underneath the door. He just kicks them out of the way. But yeah, um, he acknowledges he has to do something to make a living. He's, you know, so... Originally, what he started doing, he's like, "Well, I I'm gonna be Spider Man. What if I just take pictures of when I'm doing that, and I can sell those?" Yeah. Uh, but now he's realizing that's, oh, I can get pictures of this. Wait, why is that my first thought? That's my friends. What the hell is wrong with me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and it was interesting how the uh, there was a a lady who I thought would be where J- Jameson would have been in this in this book. But she's
0: the one taking the pictures submissions from Peter Parker, and and yeah, I think he's editor in chief, and she was listed as the Midtown or Metropolitan editor. Okay, so maybe like a, a step below. I mean, this is back in eighty seven when people they actually sold a lot of newspapers, so they'd have. Yeah. Uh, I mean, now it, uh, you could run a newspaper staff with four people because nobody does it. Nobody buys them. Yeah, <laughs> they all go to the internet. <laughs> But uh, back then, newspapers, wow, that was such a big business, especially in New York, um, that you had to have – you had to split each task into different – you know, mm. you wouldn't have just one editor. You'd have an editor over this, an editor over this, an editor over this, and the editor-in-chief, which supervised the other editors. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. Um, when you were talking about
1: Peter taking pictures of himself as Spider-Man and stuff like that, it reminded me because she made a point – where she was like, wow, these pictures are fantastic. Not as good. They're they're better than the the ones that usually look like you're using a self-timer camera or whatever it is she called. Yeah. And I was like, oh, damn, she knows.
0: Well, yeah, and that's because he took the time to to actually focus and get a good shot of people he considered friends dead and sell them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, gosh. I mean, imagine if you found somebody that you knew dead, you were powerless to help them. And the only thing that you were trying to do was just take pictures of it so you could sell those pictures. And you're trying to rationalize in your own head. Well, this will help bring the killers to justice. Will it? (laughs) Then why not just give the pictures to the movie? (laughs) uh, uh, So in a
1: way, Peter is approaching a coldness of his own like that. Um, and then when he gets to, you know, Germany and he sees these two, he's like, damn, they cold, you know, especially Charlie. Peter's,
0: Peter's getting closer to Logan and it's bothering him. Yeah. And Logan not being able to kill Charlie at the end and holding Aww. himself back and not killing Peter and saying, I could pop my claws right now. But he doesn't do that. He doesn't kill all the agents, which he really wants to do. He just says, she's dead. I give them what they want. Mm-hmm. She's dead and lets them all live. So he is becoming close, more like Spider-Man. Spider-Man is becoming more like Wolverine. Wow. Look at that. That's some good analysis
1: right there. I love it. I didn't even think of that when I was reading it, but I was. These 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 podcasts are like, they're really fun because they really are like a book club, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I learn and I, I interpret the book even better when I, you know, go back and forth with you. So that's...
0: Uh, one of the things I really like about this is, especially after reading the Wolverine series, is it shows that they're still putting a lot of text in these books, but they're t- they're don't toning it down a little bit. So five years they've learned, maybe the readers are smart enough to figure this out on their own. <laughs> yeah. Do you think this book held up? I think this book would be a success if it was released today. I think so too.
1: The whole time I was like, man, I wonder if this should be a movie. <laughs> you know, not worrying about contracts of studios and yeah. shit like that. But uh, I
0: I feel like it could be. I think it could be also. if you. The only two people that we actually have in, the only, uh, sorry, X-Men that we already have officially in the MCU is Hugh Jackman's Wolverine because of Deadpool. Yeah. So they'll have Deadpool, uh, Wolverine, and they'll have Spider-Man. Will they do it? No, they no. won't. <laughs> There's too many other stories. And what I was thinking though is this book was four times the price when it came out, <laughs> so that would mean it would be a fifteen to twenty dollar book today. Oof, <laughs> that would prohibit it from selling.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they would just do like the the whole like eight ninety nine prestige format thing or something. You know. Yeah. Um, What would you What would you give it? How many thwips out of snicks would you give it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) How many thwips out of snicks? That's cute. Um, I would still rate this pretty high. I like the storyline. And even though I've read this way in the past, the end with Spider-Man killing Charlie still got me inside. So I'm still going to give this a solid eight.
1: You and I are very different in a lot of ways, but in a lot of ways we're not <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because that's what I was thinking too. I was like, man, this is really good. And I, like I said before, I was feeling the end where he was just talking to Jonah on the phone and it all just felt really authentic and
0: well-written. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I'll give it an eight as well. What's really great about that is I think this is the first Marvel that we've read that we both really thought would do well today and we both really liked
1: yeah, I mean the only
0: other one was uh, Wolverine, Wolverine limited series. Yeah, which in my opinion does not stand the test of time and Mm-mm. was not as fun as this one. Still was as good. I thought some of the artwork in the middle of it was lacking. The faces looked a bit distorted in some panels, but um, I think that it yeah it's still a great great story, and I'm really glad I read it again.
1: I'm glad I. Read it for the first time. Thank you for reminding me last podcast because I had forgotten, but uh, I'm even more excited to get it slabbed now.
0: <laughs> oh, well, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, I remember it being a great story. I remembered Wolverine being a great story. So what do I know? But I remembered this <laughs> being a great story. And uh, I also knew it was your birth book. I'm like, dude, we got to have you read this book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. That being ah, said, coffee. I'm watching one which i i'm guesstimating this is going to sell for about 400 i don't know but it's batman number 14 1942 and a cgc 1.8 restored so what at that age exactly second penguin cover oh uh and bob kane art (laughs) nice um, like I said, oh, it's a 1.8 restored, and the last sale of this was in 2013. Wow. <laughs> so, so all I can do is say, okay, so that book at uh, a 7.0 sold this year, and it sold in 2019 at that price, so it's almost double 2019. Then this book sold in 2019 for this price, and in 2014 for that price, so it's almost double that. So theoretically, by the same ratios, the 1.8 which sold for that price should be four times higher. <laughs> wow. Mine has a certain percentage for the restored. Means it should sell for about $350. Hmm. Okay, got five days left in the biddings at 224 Wow. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if how well it'll show, but.
1: Oh, super cool. Bat space,
0: man. <laughs> yep, with penguin. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's cool, man.
0: Yeah, I don't care if it's a purple layer. No, man. It's a ni- 1942 Batman book. I mean, yeah, that's f- fucking museum shit. I think it'll probably go for more like 500, but I'm hoping 350, so. Which means it's out of, if it's 500, it's bye-bye. <laughs> I think I found a, a one-shot for us. Okay, it's go. The,
1: uh It's the Neil Adams book you got signed, the Batman one. It's a self-contained one-shot story.
0: 251? Whoa, oh, yeah. What do you think about that? That's... Yeah, that's iconic. Awesome. Yeah, I think that'll be cool. That And that will be the first when
1: the Joker first goes maniacal. Yeah, like really <laughs> bad. Yeah. Okay, so let's
0: get back into the mode. Okay, waving arms, waving arms, waving arms.
1: So we have rated this book. We both loved it. Uh, we both say it stands the test of time. Next week.
0: Uh, in keeping with the spirits that Spider-Man was changing and Wolverine changed, in this week, your turn. We
1: are going to take on a Batman one-shot, classic story by Denny O'Neil and Neil Adams. Rich has got a copy that I'm quite jealous of. It is Batman. I was drunk when
0: I bought it. I was
1: <laughs> <laughs> Batman Two Fifty One, the iconic cover with the Joker and the. Batman on the car
0: Yep. and
1: that was the truly beginning of the unhinged joker
0: right so we're got we're definitely for the next this week and next week taking on characters that are changing their personality and next week is the one where the major change takes place yes
1: um so thank you all for. Sticking around and listening. We're getting great numbers audio only on the podcast side. So that's that's encouraging. Appreciate that. That's cool. You're you're with us, we're enjoying it, and we're glad that you're enjoying it too. That's that's what's really cool. Yeah. Um be sure to uh, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash where you can get this podcast a day early and uh, a bunch of watch alongs so you can watch what we watch together with time code so you can start it when we do. Um we've got our merch store on eBay set up mm-hmm. and I'll put the link in our link tree down below. Um and then we get a couple of big things coming up care to tell them?
0: Well, in T minus 3 days from now, I think. Oh, yes. Man, I
1: feel like it's been so long and now it's just here. I
0: know. And <laughs> this is the day that we're recording, so I'm not sure when this actually goes live, but let's just say December 7th is the hitting the shelves and hitting the stores the store and everything for radiant pink number one, our store exclusive that we've teamed up with syndicate comics and wonderful artistry by Deacon Procorus limited to 500 copies. Uh, we're going to be having a live broadcast on whatnot on the trends are trash uh, page. So you can get these signed, you can get a bra, you can get a remark, you can get sketches, you get it, all every, all the different things you get, bundles with a and b if you don't want to wait you can pre-order them on syndicatecomicshop.com um this is really a great great artistry that you've got to check out and we're going to be in the store all day also so if you happen to be in north north georgia and you want to come in and hang out with us and the artist and the owner of the store and just get some free pizza and donuts and whatever else man
1: (laughs) you should go if you're close because i can't
0: uh, are you telling the audience or maybe? The audience.
1: I know you're going to be there. <laughs> I was going to say,
0: oh, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there wearing uh, my Submarinara shirt. Yes. You got
1: to tell me if somebody says anything.
0: <laughs> yes. And my team ohana hat. Nice. <laughs> and yeah, just enjoying the stuff that I I ordered at the same price that everybody else can get it for off of the eBay merch page. Um, we're not making any money on that. We're just trying to have some fun and let other people you know, show the love for Timo, Timo Hana. That's yep. it. <clears throat> and then one week after that, we're doing it all over again with another Mark Millar book. We have Nightclub. You're proud of me. Oh, yeah. Nightclub <laughs> coming out. And again, we have Deacon Pacorus. It's another venture with um, Syndicate Comics, another store exclusive at 500 copies each. Again, we'll be on the live stream on the 14th on Whatnot for Trends or Trash, where you can... Order these books, watch Deacon sign them and sketch them for you. We're gonna have a blast, uh, guys. I can't emphasize how much fun this really is all turning out to be. It's a lot of work. We didn't, you know, we we knew it was gonna be work, but and, and financially, <laughs> yeah. It yeah. There, there's a reason why every store doesn't do do store exclusive. It's a big investment, yeah. and you're know, like at some points you're like I hope we at least come close to breaking even. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the t shirts that we've been selling on eBay. You know, we just hit the math, and I think we're it's it we lose a nickel for everyone that we sell, <laughs> or four cents or something. I'm like, you know what? If, if it get, if I'm walking in a, a show and I see somebody else with a Timo Honda shirt, that's what the four cents yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, uh, so yeah, we've got like I said, radium pink December 7th and December 10th. Also, we're we'll uh, doing the live stream on whatnot, December 14th nightclub. No live stream on December 17th, Saturday, but there will still be another in-store event if you can make it there on Saturday the 17th. You can pick up both these books at the same time if there's still copies around. We have sold pre-sold, pre-sold quite a bit. If you're not sure, go to syndicatecomicshop.com. You can pre-order them there. You can pick them up in the store. You know, Say hi to Deegan if you'd like. Say hi to the artist who, who drew it.
1: But did you ship them?
0: Uh, Yes, we, we, we do shipping. We do yeah. shipping. But if you happen to be there, then why not? Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. there's. We're going to be shipping these out. I think uh, if anybody pre-orders both books, we'll probably just wait till the second book comes out so we can put it all into one secure package. Um, makes it a bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you order just one, then as soon as uh, – I don't know what his shipping terms are, uh, Syndicate Comic Shop. I believe everything is guaranteed to ship within two weeks. I think we're shooting for more like three days, but
1: <laughs> yeah. And you can also, if you're interested, uh, reach out to either us or syndicate comic shops um, if you want to get it graded and or gold label
0: graded. Yep. And if you do get a signed book and it's not being graded, we all uh, graded staff. If you want to get a book that's signed or remarked. We also have individual coas which will be coming with the book which are designed to match the book custom yep and i checked our ray seal uh logo on it works beautifully so it's going to be almost a three-dimensional it's going to have a real good textured feel to it cool so i think we is done sir
1: i think so too um I guess uh be sure to read Batman 251 this coming week so we can all discuss it together uh, even yes. though you guys aren't really discussing it with us but you know you could be here with us. Um yeah, I'll crack mine open and read it. Uh, don't you do. <laughs> don't you do. Oh, that doesn't <laughs> work. My <Our laughs> mind wasn't working because I was so angry about it. Don't
0: you dare. It. <laughs> yeah, it's a yellow label CGC, uh, Neil Adams signed. Don't open that yeah. up. <laughs> uh
1: but uh until we see you guys next time.
0: Absolutely. Mahalo.
1: Mahal- Mahal- Mahalo. 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 Mufaletta. Mufasa. 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 <laughs>